Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Live Faithfully podcast. My name is Jalea or Kingdom RN for those of you who follow me on my social platforms. And speaking of my social platforms, if you're not already following me, I am on Patreon as Live Faithfully. I have a blog, well, blog website, and it's kingdomrn.com. Once again, that's kingdomrn.com. That's where I have my blog, and then that's where you can catch some of these podcasts. I'm also on Instagram as live underscore faithfully blog. Once again, Instagram is live underscore faithfully blog. Now that we have gotten that out the way, how are you guys doing? How was last week? Let me know. Let me know if you guys enjoyed that. And I was with the spirit, and I was thinking, like, all right, you know, it's probably just part one, part two, and, you know, that'll be like a cute little mini series. New. No. <laughs> the Holy Spirit gave me part two, gave me part three, and I think that's it, part three, but, you know, once you give, let, once you give the Holy Spirit just free reign of your life, you do whatever he says, okay? So I'm so excited for this word. I'm so excited to step into this. First things first, I want to pray, ask the Holy Spirit to come in and welcome him in this space, in the space that you are in, and then we're going to jump into the word. So Father God, thank you. Thank you so much for the people that are here, God. I just ask that you would just bless them, and thank you, God, for just keep keeping angels charge, Father God, giving angels charge over us to keep us safe, Father God whether that be in health or physically, Father God. Jesus, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit. And I just say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Would you just anoint my mouth that the people listening will not hear me, but they will hear you and what you have for them and what you want to say to them in this space and in this time. Father God, I give you all the glory and all the honor for you are worthy I thank you that the people here will just be able to be fed by your word and just by your presence, Jesus. Would you just fill the spaces that we're in? And I just say thank you, thank you, thank you for who you are and what you've done for us and what you are going to do for us in our lives. Father God, we love you. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. All right, let's jump into this. This is part two of stepping into faith, stepping into faith. So I actually want to start off by giving you the definition of faith. So I have two definitions here, you know, the one that the world has, Google, (laughs) and then the one that is from the Bible. So the first definition is from the world. So on Google, you know, Google, <laughs> Dr. Google sometimes, which please don't. Remember, you guys, I'm a nurse. Dr. Google is not helpful. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, that was a little side note. All right, so faith. It says that it is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Someone or something. Complete trust or confidence. Now. In Hebrews 11, 1, 
In the NIV version, it says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and an assurance about what we do not see. Now, if you're like me, I'm thinking one of them says confidence in someone or something, and we have confidence in the Lord. So I guess you could say that's our someone or something. However, it is more extensive. It, it, It goes deeper than that. It says now faith is confidence in what we hope for. So the Google translation is just saying, okay, complete trust and com- or confidence in someone or something. The Bible is like, it is the confidence in what we hope for, what we're praying for, what we're hoping to see. What it's, it, it just has a more robust uh, definition, more robust understanding. And it says, hope for an assurance about what we do not see. So you are assured, you know for a fact that this thing is going to happen because I have faith in what I am hoping for. So that is, that was so profound to me. And I pray that you catch that revelation in general. But it's it's like faith in, in the Bible is so much deeper, so much more profound. And it's so much more um, valuable <laughs> because Faith in the kingdom is 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 like the currency, essentially. You 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 pray and you're praying to God for something, but you can't expect to see something that you're not hoping for. You know, you, you get me. <laughs> so, I have a couple verses that I want to read today, and we're going to stick with Colossians, but a different part of Colossians a little earlier um, in the. Uh, chapters than we did last week, but don't worry, we're going to go back and revisit Colossians 3. But today we're going to look at Colossians 2, 6 through 8. I'm going to be reading the KJV version, and then I put like a little amplified version in there, and you you guys will see why in a second. So I'm going to go ahead and start reading that. Like I said, it's Colossians 2, 6 through 8 in the KJV. So it says, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk. Okay, I'm going to say that again. So walk, not run. (laughs) So walk ye in him. Now, this is where I'm going to insert like the Amplified version because when it says so walk ye in him, the Amplified version says reflecting his character in the things you do and say. Living lives that lead others away from sin. I just thought that was super profound. Like, what does it mean to walk ye in the Lord? Reflecting his character in the things you do and say. Living lives that lead others away from sin. So that influence that you have in the world, leading people away from sin. All right, I'm going to continue reading the KJV. Also, rooted and built up in him. And established in the faith, established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after their tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So if you're anything like me, when I'm reading the Bible, I want the whole context. I'm just like Colossians, like, Why are we talking about Colossians? So 
the church, the Colossian church. So apparently Paul and Timothy never actually went to that church, but Paul was still writing a letter to the church just to encourage them because he had heard about the faith and how they were, you know, um, excited about the word and how they reverenced the prophets and things like that. So the, Paul wanted to encourage them. However, he realized that because there was no, you know, real stand in person, and they did have someone named Epaphras. Guys, you know some of these some of these Bible names, <laughs> but they um, did have someone admonishing them where they were. However, he just wanted to, to encourage them because they essentially were Gentiles originally. So he was like, please do not go back to your pagan ways. Do not be led astray by philosophy and vain deceit or after the traditions of men and the rudiments of this world. So don't go back to the old ways, essentially. Like, don't be swayed by, you know, higher philosophy and and all of these like pseudo philosophical people who are coming into the church and saying like, no, that's not the way you need to do this, this, and this. And these are what we usually, the traditions of this world. And God's like, no, 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 no. You are being led astray if you follow these people. So that was when I was reading this. So that's when the Holy Spirit just said this and it like was so profound Beware of blind faith. Now, like I said, we just read what faith was, the confidence and hopeful assurance about what we do not see. But I think it the the Google version really struck me in that where it was like complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Blind faith. So you are completely trusting and having confidence in someone who is not actually for you, who is actually not telling you the truth, who is actually not leading you in the word. And we have to be very careful, especially when, if you are like a younger Christian or um, like we say, a baby Christian, because they will easily, easily sway you, especially when you don't know the word as much or you just haven't had a chance to really dive deep into that. You know, you, you, you hear and, you know, sometimes, I mean, I really hate to say this, but it's a, a lot of it is in the church. You hear pastors, uh, deacons, just, just all these watered down messages so that you will be more inclined to give or more inclined to, you know, just continue to follow them and their platform instead of truly feeling full and like you have the word and seeing that fruit in your life. Now, a lot of you may be thinking like I was, okay, so Lord, that's, I thank you for the revelation. However, what do we do about it? And I was really brought to this verse, James 1, 5 through 8. I'm also going to be reading, or I am going to be reading the NIV version for this. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, here we go again, (laughs) but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. 
that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Now, that to me was like a (laughs) two-parter. Like, first of all, we'll just look at verse five. If any of you lacks wisdom, you ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. That is a huge, like, that was like, yes, Lord, I need wisdom. Would you give me wisdom to be able to decipher, to be able to um, discern who is really for me, who is really, like, about you, who is really walking in righteousness? Like, who should I truly give that leadership and authority in my life to? And I just had this thought, like, not everyone who has a platform and influence or even, you know, the popular person who has many friends flows in the righteousness of God or should have the authority in your life. They may tell you what to do and they may say, you know, I did this, you should do this. But you really need to examine the fruit of their lives. And that is where, praise the Lord, I feel the Holy Spirit, that is where that wisdom comes in. When you're examining the fruit of their life. What do I mean by that? Luke six forty five, A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things of the Evil things out of the evil stored in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. He may have a huge platform speaking all these great words. However, if you look at his life, is is does it all does it seem like chaos follows him? Does it always seem like people are leaving? Does it always seem like there's drama? And whether it be in a church setting or in your friend group, or it doesn't always have to be in church. But if you're thinking about, you know, Lord, is this a person that I should follow? Um, should I be friends with this person? Examine the fruit of their life. Do does does growth and prosperity and good good things follow their life don't get me wrong things happen you know the devil attacks people don't get me wrong and we're not glorifying that at all however you you will see a trail of of the fruit of their life because for the mouthpiece what the heart is full of why when you know they say like oh we're well so and so left the church because they didn't like the way that i said this this and that and when you're speaking, no one is, you know, responding. No one. Now, I completely understand, especially in the church, you know, if people's hearts aren't open, they aren't open. That is on them. And people leave the church for very petty reasons. I am not <laughs> denouncing that. I'm not saying that it is all about that person. But when you have people following you and they always, it just seems like that person always has chaos <laughs> following them or or rumors or drama like like why is everyone always supposing that you did this and that and that and that and that like clearly you're not carrying yourself in a way that is pro- like or clearly you are carrying yourself in a way that promotes this distrust or uh curiosity or 
just all these accusations like what are you doing outside of this space that you know or this relationship that you know makes people really see you in this light so there is lots of there are sorry lots there are many just verses and passages in the bible about just wisdom about having wisdom about cultivating wisdom about not being in a council of fools but in a council of of people who are wise because if you're following a fool people will say who's a fool <laughs> like that's actually a verse in the bible i'm sorry i don't remember it right now but it's 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 crazy it's like who you surround yourself around it's gonna start coming out your mouth as well it's gonna start welling up in your heart as well which brings me to uh verses seven and eight that that person should not expect to receive anything from the lord that person who is praying in doubt or believing in doubt because you've let all the the voices and all these people who are not flowing in righteousness who are not from god all these pseudo like i said philosopher philosophers speaking all this negativity you've let that in your heart now now you're like, well, God, you know, I, I hope you do this. And I know what the word says, but, you know, I, I I hope that you will do this for me. And God's like, is it not in my word? Like, you know, don't I look over my word to perform it. Like, my, my word doesn't return to me void. <laughs> like, don't you believe me? And since you've let all these people, and I'm going to say you, but I, myself as well, you know, we get to a point, we let all, everyone else's, words and everyone else's language comes into our heart and now we're doubting god and he and the but it's tough this this passage is tough because when i read this i had to get to a point um just really before i completely surrendered i got to a point where i was like god i am double-minded such a double-minded such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do these type of people you might think of as super indecisive have you ever met somebody who is just super indecisive like uh do you want you know this shirt or that shirt uh i don't know uh, okay well just choose one they pick up one put it back they pick up another one put it back pick up another like they keep going back and forth back and forth where do you want to eat now let's get this straight sometimes you know you don't <laughs> you're like i want to eat chicken or maybe you know i don't really want to have chicken today sometimes you can go back and forth with that but i'm talking about people who never like and never is a general statement but you know what i mean like people who for the majority of the time usually don't know what they want do you want this do you want it's like if you give them a choice you're not getting the answer just double-minded unstable and all they do they don't have very good work ethic they are lazy they if, if, if anything seems stressful or requires too much energy, they just quit. Like, unstable. Unstable in all they do. So you really, if you are this person or if you know somebody like that, just really pray for them and just ask and pray for yourself and say, God, you know, I, I, am, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I don't want to be double-minded. You know, I want to be firm and I want to be stable in my faith and who you called me to be. And really just start to prophesy over yourself and say and give God thanks. Say, God, I am so grateful that I am stable in all my ways. 
Father God, thank you that I have just matured in my spirit where I'm no longer double-minded. Thank you, Father God, that I have great work ethic, that I have a spirit of integrity. And just continue to speak over your life. It is so, so important. An example of someone who has had, you know, influence and has been completely unstable. The story of Saul, how he lost his anointing, how he lost his kingship. Saul was, he was anointed by God to do this. He was anointed and appointed. He was, he was in the seat. However, Saul was so unstable. He just was not listening to the Lord. He wanted his own way. And God took his <laughs> took his anointing away and was like, you're, you're in this seat. However, I am no longer with you. And he could not handle it. And he just went downhill from there. He even tried to kill who the Lord was appointing after him. Instead of, instead of saying, you know what, God, you're right. I messed up and really trying to help cultivate David. He tried to kill him multiple times. <laughs> like he just just someone who has just lost everything and has become double minded and unstable in all his ways. So, friends, brothers, sisters, this word was truly a blessing to me and I pray that it blessed you as well. Just remember, if you don't remember anything else, just remember to beware of blind faith and ask God for wisdom. He gives generously, generously. (laughs) And if you just need to repent, repent. Like God is so loving. God is so generous. He's so merciful. His mercies are renewed daily. And believe me, we need it. (laughs) I know I need it. I'll, I'll speak for myself. I need it. I pray this word bless you. I pray that you would just be able to take in this word and just hear what the Lord has to say for you. I pray uh, something just pinged in your spirit and that you want to continue to reading Colossians, continue reading Colossians 2 and just continue to read Hebrews. Hebrews 11 is beautiful. If you want to know more about what it says about faith, Hebrews 11, just go ahead and just read that whole chapter. It just talks about Abraham and Abel and Sarah. It just talks about like how faith has had really ignited that blessing and how people stepped into faith and the church started, how people stepped into faith and they were blessed beyond measure. So if you guys want to take a look at that, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do. I am grateful. I am so honored that you allowed me to speak into your lives today. I will be praying for you all, and I just pray that you have a wonderful day. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.